are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. They're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day you're listening to who? That was wonderful. And might I add, handsome host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we get a whole bunch to talk about. But first, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account, at LockedOnDiamondbacks on Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. Now, as I mentioned, we do have a whole bunch to talk about today, and I don't even know if we'll get to it all. I got three free agent relief pitchers that I think the D-backs should go after. I got another position player I think they should go after. We got some Giants free agent rumors. I gave you some Giants rumors yesterday, but we got another rumor out here. Then finally, Bleacher Report did their uh, top 25 catchers in 2025, so they're kind of projecting who they think the top 25 catchers are going to be in 2025, and there might be an Arizona Diamondback on that list. But first, if your company's interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks to listen to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want... Men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, I read to the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. And there are actually Padre rumors, not San Francisco Giants rumors. Padre rumors. So I got that incorrect. But nonetheless, I want to start off with the three free agent relief pitchers that I think would be great options for the D-backs to go after. I mentioned Archie Bradley yesterday. He's non-tendered. He is currently a free agent, and we're not talking about him today, but he is one of the guys I want the D-backs to go after. I'm not going to be talking about him today. Talked about him on yesterday's pod, so go check that out. But I would love for the D-backs to bring back Archie Bradley. But here are three other relief pitchers that I think the D-backs should give a heavy look to. Uh, These are three guys who... We're all closers this past year who've been closers for the majority of their career, and they're all going to come in at different contracts, all going to be worth different things on the market. But still, these are three really good relief pitchers that the D-backs should go after because they definitely need some help in that closer position. And the first one that I want to talk about is Alex Colomb. He's a relief pitcher just from uh, from the Chicago White Sox. That's where he's been the last couple of years. And he had a super dominant 2020 season. Now, as we always got to say, we got to preface it by saying it was the COVID year. It was 2020. He only pitched 22 innings. So it wasn't the course of a full year. But still, he had a .81. So an ERA below 1. .81 ERA this past season. Strikeouts per nine was only 6.4. So he's not a strikeout kind of guy. And his 3.2 walks per nine does make you a little hesitant. But still, his whip was a .9, which is great. His FIP was a .297. So this guy was really good this year. Only allowed two earned runs. Uh, he didn't give up any home runs. And he was just absolutely dominant with the White Sox in 2020. 
And in 2019, he was pretty good too. A 2.8 year rate last year. He saved 30 games last season. And if you go back to 2017, he used to close games for the Tampa Bay Rays in 2017. Led the American League in saves in 2017. Was an all-star in 2016. So this guy definitely has a pretty good track record. Really just a 2018 season is really the only outlier over the last five years. And I don't know what kind of contract this guy is going to garner. If you look at how much money he's been making the last couple of years, he made uh, $10.5 million in 2020. So he might be looking for a, a similar kind of contract entering the 2021 season. And the D-backs are definitely not going to pay their closer double-digit figures. They're definitely not going to pay him $10 million. But they could somehow steal this guy for about $6 million a year. They might do a deal like that. They need a closer, and this guy fits the mold. Now, the second relief pitcher that I have on here, who I'm probably the highest on of the three, is Brad Hand. And this guy led the American League in saves in the 2020 season. And again, we got to preface it, COVID season, but 21 saves, or not, excuse me, 16 saves, 21 games finished, which also led the American League. So he led the American League in both saves, games finished, 11.9 strikeouts per nine. So pretty much double what Alex Colom did. Walks per nine, 1.6. So Cut actually cut in half the walks per nine of Alex Colomb. So double the strikeouts, half the walks, and he also no home runs allowed. So this guy was super dominant this year. 22 innings pitched, so just as good as Alex Colomb, 205 ERA. And this guy, uh, if you go back to his 2019 season, he was an all-star just last year. Now he wasn't as dominant, a 3.3 ERA, but he had 54 saves last year, and he's had. it wasn't the first time he had over 40 saves in his career. Back in 2018, he was an all-star, too, with 42 saves between the Padres and the Cleveland Indians. This guy's a former Padre, made the all-star team back with the Padres in 2017 and 2018. So this guy has been a stud throughout his career, especially the last five years. He's really hit a new stride, and he's still only 30 years old. He's not, he's not old at all, and... I don't know what kind of contract he's going to want to uh, garner too. If you look at what he made, he only made $1 million in, uh, excuse me, that was the wrong number. He made $7.5 million in 2020, and that's a lot cheaper than Alex Colomb. And if he is cheaper than Alex Colomb, then I would rather get a guy like Brad Hand over Colomb because I think he's a better relief pitcher. I think he's a slightly more dominant. And if he's going to be 3 to $4 million cheaper, then that's something the D-backs should heavily consider. Again, they're not going to try to spend double-digit figures on any relief pitcher that they go out there and acquire in the free agent market. But Brad Hand comes by, you sit down with him, you negotiate, and you're able to knock out a, a deal for maybe two years, 14, two years, 15 I think that should possibly satisfy both teams, and I think that would be a respectable contract. So D-backs, Mike Hazen, go get it done for Brad Hand. Now, the last guy on here is probably the biggest question mark, the biggest you know unknown. He was pretty bad in 2020. He didn't pitch a lot. He only had 3.2 innings pitch, so that's really the why, but his numbers... That's really the reason why, but his numbers weren't good in the 3.2 innings he did pitch. But we won't look at his 2020 since it was so short. Let's look at his 2019, and this was Ken Giles. And this guy, if you look at his career, he's pretty much good every other season. So we'll say he was bad this year. 2019, he was a beast. 187-year rate last season. 23 saves last season. 14.1 strikeouts per nine last season. This guy was dynamite in 2019, but... 
what did I just say? Every other year. 2018, a 4.65 year rate. 2017, a 2.3 year rate. And then 2016, 4.1. So really, like I said, every other year, this guy's good. And since, if we're conceding that 2020 was his bad year, then that means he's going to be in line for a bounce back season in 2021. And if the D-backs are able to steal this guy who's only going to be 30 years old next season, who probably won't make a ton of money because of his shortened 2020 season. I think he's going to be a perfect addition for this D-backs bullpen if they're able to get him. Now, he did make $9.6 million in 2020, so he might be looking for a contract just like that. But considering the season he just came off of, I think you're going to be able to buy low on a guy like this. I think he might be the cheapest option of these three pitchers that I named today. But he's also probably the biggest unknown. He's probably the biggest up and down guy. The guy who has the the lowest floor of the three pitchers. So basically, if I had to pick uh, one of those three pitchers to bust, the guy with the highest bust rate is probably Ken Giles. But still... He also might have the the highest ceiling. I doubt that. I'd probably say Brad Hand has the higher ceiling, and I'll probably even put Alex Colomb up there. But you could argue him at Colomb just because he's such a strikeout artist. 12.3 strikeouts per nine for his career. So any of those three guys I think would be good for the D-backs bullpen. I don't think any of them are going to get double-digit salaries. I think they could be close. I think Colomb might make the most. Maybe Brad Hand, but... If you could get any of those guys for eight to six million, I think I would do that. And if you're Mike Hazen, I think you have to heavily consider that just because of how bad your bullpen was the last year. You let go of Junior Guerrero this offseason. You traded Archie Bradley at last year's deadline. Kevin Ginkle didn't look good in 2020. So there's a lot of question marks surrounding this D-backs bullpen entering the 2021 season and a lot of question marks about how Mike Hazen is going to fill that back end of the bullpen. Now, coming up, we're going to get into another free agent that I think the D-backs should go after. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Bar, about Bilt Bar, because Bilt Bar is back, more improved, and more delicious than ever before. They have 18 amazing flavors, but six new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're both soft and easy to chew. Now, the reason why I love Built Bar is because I'm a health-conscious guy. I try to go to the gym when I can, and Built Bar actually tricks me. I think I'm eating a candy bar, but I'm actually eating a protein bar. Because get this, the bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, so it's great for that keto diet. If you go to BuiltBar.com right now, they reset their promo code for this relaunch. If you use promo code LOCKEDON, you can get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back into it, and let's first start by looking at that other free agent target that I had for the D-backs. And this one, uh, I don't know if you guys are going to agree with me here because 
This guy was a longtime Chicago Cub who just got non-tendered, helped them win the World Series, and that is Kyle Schwarber, who's all of a sudden expected to be one of the hottest commodities in free agency. Now, the thing with Schwarber is he's not a high-contact guy when it comes to batting average, only 230 for his career. He's definitely a guy that leans more toward that slugging and power, but still, his OBP is pretty respectable for a guy who has such a low batting average, 340 in 2019, 350 in 2018 now. His 2020 season was pretty bad, and it was a COVID year, but he did play all almost every game in 2020. He played 59 of the 60 games, and his numbers across the board were just bad. 188 batting average, 308 OBP, 701 OPS. He did have 11 bombs, but this is a guy who I would want the D-backs could get, uh, who I want the D-backs to get if if they are able to keep the DH in the National League. He's not a guy that I just want the DH to get regardless. He's a guy I want the he's a guy I want the D-backs to get if we're able to keep the universal DH rule in baseball because uh he could maybe play some corner outfield. He definitely could maybe put David Peralta in center field, but I don't think you want him necessarily to play your outfield. I think he's more of an everyday DH guy. And he's a guy who has that 30 home run potential. He's a guy, he's a guy who has that 90 RBI potential because that's what he did in 2019. And he's going to strike out a decent amount, but he's also going to get you just enough walks to make it respectable. And when his OPS is going to be, Hovering around 850, you're going to take it. When you see those 30-plus home runs, you're going to take it. And the D-backs are a team that needs some more pop. They need some more power in their lineup. They need some more consistency. They need some more run-scoring guys. And Kyle Schwarbers, I think, is a guy who is a good locker room guy. He knows what it he's from a winning culture. He just came from the Cubs, who won the World Series a few years ago. So he's coming from a culture that... It, that wants to win, and I think that could help rub off on the D-backs because D-backs also have guys in that clubhouse, in that locker room that knows what it takes to win. I mean, Mike Hayes and Tori Lovello were part of World Series championships with the Boston Red Sox, and so far has it translated to a lot of success with the D-backs, but hopefully if you just keep acquiring talent, keep acquiring guys with that kind of culture cut from that cloth, it will lead to some success down the line. So, Schwarber, he's not a guy I'm trying to break the bank for. He's not necessarily he's not necessarily a guy I'm just trying to add just to add. I only want to add him if I could keep that DH spot. And if I can, I think Kyle Schwarber is a perfect guy to transition into that everyday DH role. But he's still young. He's not some old guy. He seems like a guy who's gonna who's in his early 30s. But get this. He's still only 27 years old. He's going to be 28 in March. So this is still a young guy who could you could give a five, six-year contract to. And D-backs are definitely a team that don't want to hand out any long-term contracts. They're definitely a team that don't want to hand out any big money contracts. But I don't think Kyle Schwarber is breaking the bank for anyone. He just made $7 million in 2020. So he was making less than pretty much those three relief pitchers I named in the first segment. So if this guy wants to get another seven, eight million dollars a year, that's right in the D-backs ballpark. They love paying guys around seven, eight million dollars a year. I mean, look at David Peralta. What did he get? Like three years, twenty-two million. It was either him or Nick Ahmed that got that contract. So, if they want to offer that kind of deal to Kyle Schwarber, I think that would be smart. But only do it if the D-backs are able, if the National League is able to keep the universal DH rule. Now, I told you guys about some rumors and. 
I was wrong when I said they were Padre rumors. I was right the first time. They're actually San Francisco Giants rumors because I don't know how I got that confused. It's really MLB.com's fault for making me confused. But apparently the San Francisco Giants, after talking about their rumors yesterday of free agents they might be in on, here's another free agent that they reportedly might be in on. And that is Liam Hendricks. He's another one of those relief pitchers on the open market this season that I think the D-back should give a heavy look to. Now, the thing with Liam Hendricks, just like the other three relief pitchers we mentioned, is his contract. We don't know what kind of deal he wants. And he is, uh, you know, cut from that same cloth that the other three relief pitchers are. He's been a good quality relief pitcher the last two years, especially with Oakland. He has a 1.79 ERA the last two years cumulatively, and he hasn't been a big saves guy. Uh, he only started closing and saving games in 2019, but last year he was an all-star. He was a pretty good pitcher in 2019, good enough to make the all-star team, and I think he could be a pretty cheap option. He only made $5.3 million. He doesn't have a long pedigree of being a closer, so someone might look at him and not believe that it, it, he's a closer for the long term because he's been a, a back end of the bullpen kind of guy, middle relief guy, but not necessarily a closer. He was finishing games, but not closing games before. Now, he's been a closer technically the last two years, and he looks like a guy who's pretty comfortable in that role. He's been pretty dominant as a closer the last two years. So D-backs, if they want to get him, I would be happy. But right now, it looks like the Giants might be in on him because the Giants' bullpen in 2020 could have been better. They posted a bullpen ERA of 4-2-4, and we know their closer, Trevor Gott, was pretty bad, and they had to do some team saves because of how bad he was. They had a collective 7.12 ERA from their closer position with seven blown saves. So, the Giants are desperate need of a closer, but so are the D-backs. And this, this free agent is going to be a race for closers among NL West rivals. And hopefully the D-backs are able to come out on top. I doubt if it gets into a bidding match, then the I doubt any bidding kind of match, any kind of bidding war. I imagine the D-backs are going to lose that. But if they can offer a decent amount of money, maybe Liam Hendricks will choose that Arizona Sun over the San Francisco Bay. Now... The one last thing I want to talk about before we finish up here is Bleacher Report's top 25 catchers in 2025. And there was one Arizona Diamondback that made this list. And that is, of course, Carson Kelly. He's pretty much the only guy young enough to make this list. But they have him ranked 17 overall. And I'm not too sure if that's too high or too low for Carson Kelly. But right now, it's probably just right because... I can't blame Bleacher Report for saying this guy is going to be higher than 17 in 2025 because he's probably the 17th best catcher right now. Carson Kelly has shown some pop. He's shown some average uh, offensive ability. He's been a pretty solid defender. He's been solid behind the plate, but that's what he's been so far through two years with the D-backs. He's been solid, but nothing great. Has he been that much better than a Alex Avila at his heyday when Alex Avila was at his best with the D-backs? I guess maybe he's just as good, if not better. But right now, it's not like uh, Carson Kelly is giving us some premium over what Alex Avila was giving us. And Alex Avila wasn't good in 2018 or 2019. And Carson Kelly, based off his 2020, I would have thought it was Alex Avila, Alex Avila out there catching. So I want Carson Kelly to be good. I mean, he was part of that Paul Goldschmidt trade. So there's a big investment in Carson Kelly. And 
Yeah, I liked him a lot after that 2019 season. He had 18 bombs in 2019. Even though his average was only 245, he had a 350 OBP, 826 OPS. That's great. That's some really solid stuff from your catcher. That's a really better than solid stuff from your catcher. And hopefully he can build on that 2019 and not look like the guy that we saw in 2020. But for 2016 to 2018, he only played about 60 games with the Cardinals, but he was never good in any of those 60 games. When I talked to Lucas Smith a couple of months ago about Carson Kelly, he always thought he was overrated and never as good as the projections in the prospect rankings had him. So hopefully Carson Kelly can prove all the haters wrong. Hopefully he can prove me wrong and have a huge 2021 season to help this team get into the playoffs. Now, that's it for this edition of the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. Since it's Friday, go back and listen to any podcast you might have missed. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy out there. And don't forget, please go check out Locked on MLB Prospects podcast by Aaron Layton. It's a great podcast hosted by him, breaking down all MLB prospects from across baseball bring them on as guests as well so it's really good pod to go listen go give it a follow and go back and listen to any pods this week that you might have missed that you might have missed and as always stay safe and stay healthy out there deuces